Hey guys, on this week's episode of Hey It's Bex, I'm going to be chatting with one of my good friends, Sarah Lorraine. She is a writer and a poet. You can find her on Instagram at Sarah Lorraine Writes, and she is also a graphic designer. She is one of the most creative and artistic and passionate people I know, and we are going to be talking about traveling and the idea that you can have roots but also spread your wings, um, and that kind of just being you know, you can have a home and also travel and see the world. And her and I just share this passion for travel and writing and creativity and experiencing. So I'm super excited for you guys to listen to this podcast. In a beautiful world that has come to hooray the hustle, I find my sweet, loving soul rebelliously dancing to the contrary. For this season, busy has no place. Busy cannot lasso my time. It is down by the river, sunbathing on silky rocks. Hey guys, it's Bex, and you're listening to my podcast. I'm a writer, outdoor enthusiast, and sustainable health and wellness advocate. I am captivated by the simple things in life, like the calmness of rain, making someone laugh, and the right song at the right moment. In my free time, you will most likely find me on the top of a mountain watching sunrise, in a cozy cafe writing or reading, or in a zero-waste bulk food store, because come on, those things are pretty cool. I'm naturally a very curious person, and I absolutely love meeting new people, so this podcast is a way for me to share some fun conversations with friends or strangers that I meet. On this podcast, we'll be chatting about everything and anything to do with living a balanced life. This includes travel and outdoors, health and wellness, sustainability and relationships, and more. So stay tuned for some fun conversations every Sunday at 8pm here in Spain, and for my friends in the US, 11am Pacific time. You can also find me on Instagram at hey it's underscore bex. All right, let's get to it. I appreciate you like taking the time to come on my podcast. Do you want to reintroduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you're doing in London? Yeah, totally. Yes, so I'm Sarah, uh, also by Sarah Lorraine is my poet name, uh, but I am currently living in London, England, and I am over here as a temporary missionary artist, so I'm just attending different teachings and um, building up my skills in creative writing, uh, and then my weekends, I'm normally serving the community. Uh, I'm working with a charity where we hand out free tea, coffee, and food um, in Camden Town every weekend. And so it's just been really great to be immersed in the city, but be able to serve um, and give back, um, especially after, you know, lockdown and not being able to travel and be around so many people. It's just really refreshing to be able to, I don't know, bring happiness to the community and share a smile with strangers. Yeah. I never even think sometimes about the opportunities that we have abroad, like the fact that you're doing missionary work. Um, And I think sometimes we think that like, oh, we have to stay home and get a job. Um, but I, I really like that you also wanted to go um, abroad. But speaking of that, I should tell them how we met. So Sarah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sarah and I met at um, 
Jam Organics in Bend, Oregon. We were working for, it's a nut butter company, and we were working at a um, farmer's market. And both of us would just sit there every day and dream of coming back to Europe. And we both made it happen. Like you talked about, yeah. you talked about coming to London all the time. And I was like, oh, I need to move back abroad. Um, and literally before the year was up, pretty much like we both ended up back in, back in Europe. Um, can you tell us maybe like, what is, okay, what is like your favorite place that you've traveled? And also, what do you, like, what is your favorite way to travel? Like, Man, I feel like whenever people ask me my favorite place, it is so hard because there are just so many places I love to travel and I feel like for different reasons or, you know, when I'm with different people, mm-hmm. um, I think my obvious answer would be London. I just, I feel so alive in this city, but um, as a whole, I love going back to Italy. Just the minute I step back into that country, I always have a huge smile on my face. I love the culture, I love the people, the food, um, and just something about it. I don't know. It just always excites me. Um, and I love, I love that Italy, it's, it's very like an exciting place to be and the people are very excitable, but they also embrace slow culture, uh, which I feel like it's, um, I feel like Spain might be similar, but I just love the idea of going to a cafe and having coffee in the morning and just walking leisurely through the villages, um, and then I guess my favorite way to travel, what do you mean by that? I don't know. Like, so I, you know, like I travel, but I move places, right? Like I have lived in New Zealand and lived in London and I'm living in Spain. And I think sometimes I forget that you can travel without physically moving yourself to a place. And so I guess mm. what I'm saying is like, you like to do do you like to move places and live there and like embrace the whole culture? Do you like to do like two weeks at a time, a month at a time? Do you like to do weekend trips, I guess? And like, what are the things that you like to experience when you're in these places? So when you go to Italy, what is the scene that you're looking for? Is it like coffee shops and bookstores or is it other stuff? Yeah, oh, so good. <laughs> it's so tricky because I feel like yeah I have lived abroad before I lived in Germany I lived in London a couple years ago I've spent a couple months in Italy um and so I feel like it's very easy for me to just pick up and move in a for- to a foreign country and I do think I enjoy that a bit more obviously I love any opportunity to go travel somewhere new and spend a day or a week a month whatever it is um but I feel like when you actually move there or spend a significant amount of time in a new place, you don't feel as rushed. Like, I think my problem is when I go somewhere for you know a day or two, I feel like I need to accomplish so much and see everything. And I almost exhaust myself because I'm just, there's so much pressure to see and do certain things. And um, especially being a foodie, there's so many restaurants or coffee shops I wanna go to. Um, and so it's hard to fit that all into, you know, a few days, but living somewhere, I feel like I really get to embrace the culture and I can make a list of places I want to go. And yeah, I have the time to go on certain days or have days where I'm just resting and not feeling that pressure to go out every single day. Um, and I think when I travel, I also, I do look, like I said, for a lot of restaurants, um, I love coffee shops, like 
even if I go somewhere new, I'll just go to different coffee shops all day and be so content um, because I get to try different things. I love the aesthetics of coffee shops too and seeing what they offer um, and being able to just bring a book with me or a journal. Um, I feel like I'm also inspired to write a lot when I'm traveling. So being in a coffee shop for a couple hours, just journaling is always amazing. Um, and I also, yeah, love to go to art galleries and museums. And especially in Europe, I feel like there's so much history and architecture. So even just walking around and getting lost in a city or in a village just brings me so much joy. I don't know. What would you say for you it is? I think I'm the same. And I like, I think I learned that kind of the hard way, maybe because when I was when I was in London, I would do a lot of weekend trips with my friends and I just got so burned out so quickly from traveling. And my my parents were just here and they got here. We went to Ireland, we came back to Spain, and then we went to um Portugal. And it was just too quick for me. And I feel like in a city, you just don't get everything out of it when it's like a weekend. And I feel like cities eventually start to blend together a little bit. Um, I think that's why I move places. And sometimes I think I want to go for like just a month at a time. But then I'm like, no, I mean, I've been here for almost nine months now. And I know Spain so well now. And I know my way around Madrid. And I actually start to feel like I'm at home. And I think I prefer that over, let me, like my friends took a quick trip here for a week. And I was like, ah, oh, that sounds so terrible to me just getting on a plane for that long and then going home right after so I don't know I think I'm the same I could sit in like you've said I could sit in coffee shops bookstores all day I could go coffee shop bookstore coffee shop another bookstore yes. and just do that all day long so for me I I agree that stuff is so fun for me so you feel like you struggle to travel with other people sometimes because you have your set, like things you like to do or that you want to see, and you're just so content to be in a coffee shop. Whereas when you're with a group of people, there's almost that pressure to do and see certain things that you might not want to do. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, I, I just did a podcast on this, actually. And I was I was just talking about how like, just because you're friends with someone does not mean you travel well together. And just like having the same things or like not even needing to do the same things but being okay if you're traveling with someone and you go do different things because yeah I like to go travel and sit in coffee shops and I love to brunch and I like to read and journal because when I'm traveling you're right like so much content and I have so many friends that I've traveled with that just want to like go 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 like my mom just wants to go 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 and see everything and I just I don't want to and mm -hmm. I also don't love I like art museums and but I hate like history museums I hate to say it but I mean I have so many friends that are like oh like yeah I gotta go to like this museum and this museum and like get all the history and I'm just like oh, like yes I want to see the history but history for me is more like the architecture and that kind of stuff rather than let me go spend my whole sunny day in a museum because I just don't want to do that so yes, I think I've never actually taken a solo trip. I've moved places solo, but like being in Spain, I've never actually taken a solo weekend trip or something. And I think I really need to. Um, yeah. You said you learned so much about yourself. 
Yeah, and I mean, like, I date myself all the time in the city. I, I mean, every Friday I take myself to get a coffee and um, sometimes breakfast and just sit there by myself for, like, hours and write. And that's how I would want to travel, too. But, yeah, I think a lot of people don't don't travel like that. Do you also struggle to travel with people? I do, yeah. So when I was in Germany, um, basically all of my other coworkers were built-in travel buddies. And so when I first got there, everybody was excited to go on trips together. And I went on a few trips with people that I quickly learned just, you know, different interests. Um, Like one time I went with some friends and we went to Spain. We were actually in the Tenerife Islands and it was the last night. And the guys I was with suggested going to an American pub for dinner. And I remember in my head, I was like, it's our last night in Spain. We should go find paella. We should go to an authentic restaurant. But I remember I just, I was still such a people pleaser in that moment that I didn't feel the need to speak up or to even branch off and say, I'm going to go somewhere else. And so I remember sitting there at dinner and I was like, why are we eating American food in Spain? And so I think after that, I quickly learned just who I could travel well with and after that, I even took some solo trips and it was just amazing. Like I took a solo trip to Slovenia um, over Thanksgiving actually. And so I went and stayed in a hostel and it was so cool because I met another American girl in my hostel and then we became instant friends and we traveled well together. And it was cool because it was Thanksgiving. So we were on a mission to find uh, Turkey so we could celebrate Thanksgiving with our turkey dish. And, and yeah, it was just such a spontaneous thing. And I feel like if I had been with a group of people, it could have looked so different. Um, and yeah, it's just exciting to, to travel alone and not think holding you back and be able to stop when you want to stop or see what you want to see without any restrictions or, you know, people pleasing in the way. Yeah, no, I find I found myself doing that a lot. Um, just like saying yes to things that I'm just like, this is not how I want to spend my time. I think the biggest issue I have is the drinking piece that like a lot of people that travel want to go out and party. And I didn't come here to go drink the night away and then wake up at like noon and need to recover all day. And I mean, if that's the trip you're taking, great. That's a vibe sometimes. But most of the time, that's just like not what I want to be doing. And I think there's definitely been times that I've gone to places and I didn't actually get to experience the place because everyone was just drinking and I was like yeah I'll join you even though I absolutely did not want to do that learning not to be is a hard lesson Mm -hmm. and it is hard like when that is kind of the culture with the group that you go in um because yeah I think I've I've gone on trips where it was a quick like 24 hours like you know overnight bus situation and you know, the people, you know, they just wanted to go do the biggest pub crawl or whatever it may be. And at the time, it can be so fun. But then when you look back, it's like, oh, that's the only time I have been to that city or that country. And I can't even remember it. Like, it's kind of a sad realization or, um, I don't know, just realizing there's so much you miss because we're so focused on things you can do at home or even just partying. Like, it, it's not as fulfilling as it can be. One of the main things that I wanted to chat about, though, because one of your poems was like, I want the whole world and the comfort of home. I want to plant roots, yet be free to roam. And when you wrote this, I was just like, this is 
so much how I feel all of the time when I'm traveling because when I'm home I so often like this summer we were dreaming of going to Europe and living abroad we were like Europe just feels like home and then I get to a point where I've been here for nine months and I haven't been home in a while and I'm slowly you know starting to miss home a little bit and I've been a little more homesick these days and it's hard because I'm like when I'm home all I want to be doing is traveling and then when I'm traveling sometimes I'm like oh man you know I want a dog and consistent friends and maybe to like start building like a home and then I don't know because then there's a part of me that I'm just like no I I think I want that and then I want to travel and so I guess this poem was just like the tension between wanting to be home and wanting to be free and I guess I'm wondering like how that affects your life and since you've moved to London do you feel like you want to be home at all or do you think traveling is what you want Um, like where are you at right now with that? Yeah, honestly, I feel like every day is something new. It's so, but I just, I keep going back and forth. Um, like, I think being in London, it it, it feels like home. I, I was telling you earlier, I just feel at home as I'm walking around the city. And I just feel like I know how to navigate my way so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and even I'm here with an organization and everybody is just amazing. And everybody feels like, you know, a family already. I feel like I've known them for years. Um, so that does help because it, you know, it makes it feel like home, um, just to have that community built in. Um, but I feel like part of me does still miss being near family. Uh, like I have things going on. My brother, one of my brothers just got engaged. I have friends who are having kids and, um, just wanting to be able to be around for that. But then at the same time, not having anything that's holding me back where, you know, I don't have a job that I need to stay planted at right now. Like I can travel if I want to, you know, wanting to feel free in that as well. Like not wanting to tie myself down before I need to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, like I always know when I go back home after about a week, I'm like, okay, time to move somewhere new, time to go back to Europe. And, and then when I'm here, I'm so happy but then I just still miss that piece of home. And so it's so hard to balance that. And I honestly, the more that I am here, I think there isn't really a true balance. I think you, you have to sacrifice one for the other. Um, I was thinking the other day, just how many more countries I wanna to travel to and places I wanna see, people I want to meet. And I just had the realization, no matter how much I do travel, like I'm still never going to see everything. I'm not going to meet every person. And we have to be okay with that. You know, at some point, even if you travel for years, like at some point you have to accept you're still not going to see everything. And so just trying to learn what's more important. Is it more important that I live near people that I care about and that I love or, you know, that I get to see new places all the time? Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's hard because I mean, I just, what you're saying about your brother getting engaged and that kind of stuff. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like, I think pretty soon here, you know, my brother's going to get engaged. My other friends are going to start, yeah, getting married, having kids. And I think it's really hard to remind yourself that that's their life, not your life. And yes, I want to be there and I want to be a part of it. 
but I'm also like I have this passion and desire to see the world and travel and I think if I don't do that and I don't follow it I would regret just going home because I'm afraid of missing you know my brother's wedding or um like seeing my dog you know like little things like that that like I mean yes are important and I want to be there for but it's also just like I have to remind myself constantly that this is a life that I'm building for myself and no one is putting their dreams on hold to like make sure they're close to my life I don't know yeah I resonate with that so much I feel like honestly in a lot of my friendships I feel very sacrificial where I am willing to do whatever it takes to be there for those events and to celebrate them and I honestly have debated quitting jobs so that I could make it to things and I you know it hit me that you know not everybody would do this for me but that's okay that's because they're living in life and just trying to be okay with accepting I'm not going to be able to be there for everything and it's okay to you know to to sacrifice for that and I think that's what's also why I'm also drawn to like remote jobs because you get to travel while you're working mm-hmm. so you still have that security of an income but you get to travel and you know selfishly I could go and see different countries and different places and get an Airbnb for a month at a time but then I could also travel and see my friends and visit family that are all over in the place um but yeah I mean at the same time then you don't have the stability of a place to call home which can be hard yeah do you think do you think I mean especially having siblings and stuff too how do you think your life I guess has affected your relationships um just in terms of like I know that I don't talk to my brothers I guess as much as I would like to and I know they talk all the time you know they're on the same time zone it's a lot easier it's also harder to stay in contact with pretty much everyone because I mean what I think I'm nine hours ahead I think you're eight and it's just like you know our our time is so different and with with some people it's easier and I know you don't have to stay in contact all the time but it feels like it's so much more effort to keep those friendships and I want to keep them but I think to some extent there's no way I'm going to be able to keep all of them forever and I think just realizing that and kind of accepting it that like life goes on and it's okay but um, I guess it's definitely affected my relationships and I mean, not necessarily in a bad way, but I guess how has it affected your relationship? Like, has it been more positive, more negative? Yeah, yeah. I think the time zone definitely does um, take a toll just because it's so hard. Like when I'm eating dinner and wanting to wind down for the day and to put my phone away so I can read or hang out with the people in my house, um, that is the perfect time to talk to people back home. Um And so it can be a tricky balance, just, you know, wanting to make time for people, but also, I don't know, like wanting to plug in where I'm at. And so I would say it has taken a toll on some friendships, um, but at the same time, I've I've lived abroad before. And I know with a lot of my close friends, they are people that, you know, even if we go a season without talking consistently, we still know we are there for each other. Um, and I've even with some friends been like, hey, I'm 
you know, I'm sorry, I'm busy, or I'm not responding a lot, but I want you to know I love you, I care for you, I'm thinking of you all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when we are traveling or when we are in a completely different time zone, even just like your friends know that, like, I mean, if it's a true friend, like they know and they know that your words have depth and meaning behind them. Um, and I think it is hard to want to keep up with some friends, but yeah. also acknowledging like, yeah, I mean, long distance friendships, especially the more that you have and then adding family into it. Um, it's just, you can't give everybody, you know, a couple hours of your day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. How do you feel like it's been for you? I think it's the same. I mean, with my close friends, yeah, I text them occasionally and I'm like, Hey, like, I hope you have a good week. I'm thinking of you. Um, very, very much like that. I mean, I talk to my mom pretty much every single day or like every other day, even if it's just five minutes, because, um, usually she'll be like driving to work and I'll just be walking home from the store or something. So I'll have like an extra 10 minutes and I'll just call her and just say hi. Um, but with, you know, other friends, they, you know, it's like scheduling a FaceTime and stuff. It's just like, I don't have the time because you're right. I also like to turn my phone off and read and not be on electronics at night. And so I think once you have that stuff, it's, yeah, it can be difficult and I've definitely not kept in touch. I'm also, I don't think I'm the best at keeping in touch sometimes. Um, but I do think you're right with your close friends. Like they know, and they know that like you're just living your life and they're there to support you. Um, and I think too, traveling has definitely given me, I guess, a better perspective on friendships in terms of the fact that they come in and out of your life. Um, kind of like, for a season and when you need them and just also I've met so many people while traveling that it's so nice to be like oh I have you know I lived here for a while I have a friend there if I ever went back um I'm sure I could meet up with them say hi and so I think for me those friendships are super important because I'm just like I can have friends all over the world and yeah I don't know like all of your friends can't be your immediate best friends all the time because you're living your own life and you're going in and out of places and so I like having friends in so many different places I think it's really fun I don't know how you feel about that no I would agree I also feel like the friends that I make traveling or even just friends that are also passionate about traveling like even you I, I feel like those friendships are almost on a different level where they're like, there's a whole different depth to them than friends from high school or growing up. Um, I don't know if you can relate to that. I just think it's that it's that extra trait of traveling where those are the friends you know are willing to meet you in different places or come and visit you because it's also an excuse for them to travel. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, and I, I think of our friendship and I mean, we only spent a few months together this summer and we really didn't hang out like a lot. We hung out every week at the farmer's market and we would chat, but I mean, it wasn't like we were, um, I guess like best friends, like just, I don't know, but we connected so quickly and it was just very much the piece of, we had so many of the same goals and dreams and so many of the same I I mean also writing in common we just had so much in common that it was so easy to be like I understand you on another level because people that haven't traveled 
or don't want to travel, I guess, don't understand the appeal sometimes. And so it's like, when I go to you and you're like, oh yeah, like I lived in Germany. It's just such a refreshing conversation because so many of the people you meet in your day to day have not just lived in Germany, have not gone and experienced that. And so I think you just have a different level of understanding because you know personally what it takes to first of all, move to another country away from your family. You've experienced so much. And so I think yeah, it just gives you this understanding that you don't have with other people. And I think those friendships are a lot easier to keep because I mean, even you and I, we don't, we don't talk all the time. I mean, we check in here and there, we comment on each other's writing, but it's not like we're talking all the time, but like I'm hopping on this call with you right now. And it feels like no time has gone by since summer, you know? Yeah, totally. And I would say also, like, back to your comment about, like, our chats this summer, I feel like it was so refreshing. Like, we immediately clicked the moment we knew we both loved traveling. And especially where we were living, like, Bend is absolutely beautiful. But I feel like a lot of the people there are either they were born and raised there or they moved there. And to them, it's like, well, why would you want to live anywhere else? So they have that narrow mind of this is the perfect place. I don't need to go somewhere else. I had... Literally, when I told people I wanted to move back to Europe or move to London soon, people were like, oh, well, why would you want to live there? What's so exciting about Europe or what's so exciting about a city? And I just immediately would be turned off because they don't get it. They're just, you know, they just don't understand and they have that narrow mind. And not everybody is that way, but it was just so refreshing that every Saturday we had our chats and I think that honestly is part of what sparked me to work even harder to make sure I could get here Yeah, because it reminded me, like, I, I feel like having those conversations re-sparked something inside of you um, and re-sparked that love of travel and of new cultures and new people. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I, like, I would also agree because I think sometimes when I go home, I was bend, bend is amazing. And I honestly could see myself, I don't want to use the word stuck, but I could easily see myself maybe getting comfortable and, you know, being like, my family is here. Ben is amazing. I have outdoors. I have four seasons. I have everything I need and want, but maybe not want, but like, it's just so easy to get comfortable when you're in a place where, you know, familiar faces and family and you know, your way around. And I could just see myself staying there if there wasn't, I guess, other people that also wanted to do the same things that I did because I think on on one level I think it makes me feel a little less crazy sometimes because sometimes I think of my goals and my dreams and the life that I envision for myself and I'm just like are you crazy like are you are you (laughs) you actually think that can happen like you know I'm like oh I want to go here and I want to go here and I just have such an open mind to those sorts of things and I think some people don't and that's okay but I think then they look at you and they're like that's crazy like I can't believe you want to do that and I'm like oh am I crazy I don't know so no maybe just a different kind of crazy to them yeah yeah do you feel like you could see yourself traveling for a while and then wanting to settle down to one place or do you think for you you know just traveling is the way that you anticipate oh that's the living your life I guess <laughs> not, 
You know, I think, like you said, it changes on a daily basis, um, almost consistently. I go in phases where I'm just like, oh, I really, you know, I, I want a dog and I want a place to call home and a routine. And yeah, I think on some level, I do really want that. But then I think of my life right now and I'm working out of cafes and I'm moving to Switzerland and I'm meeting incredible people. And so I don't, as much as I think I want to settle down, I genuinely don't think I will be able to and be super content about it for a little while now. And like, I think I want to build a lifestyle. I think that's more of what I'm aiming towards right now is like, I would like to start building a lifestyle for myself in terms of um, like the things I really want to do. You know, I've really gotten into yoga and running. And so like just those little pieces, I'm like, okay, like anything I do from here on out, I want to make sure that, you know, even if I'm traveling, I can go for those runs, go to maybe a yoga studio. And so I think building things like that, that are consistent into my life while also traveling and getting out of my comfort zone and dealing with a lot of change. I think that's kind of where I'm at at this point is that I want consistency um, in some aspects, but not in every aspect yet. I also think um, I do want travel to be a part of my life for my entire life. So I think maybe one day I would like, I think if I ever settled down, like I'd buy a house somewhere and then travel like for months at a time maybe like if I end up having a significant other or something I would probably just keep traveling and not stop but it probably won't be maybe as often or maybe I'd like move a place like a year at a time but I think eventually I would like to have like a home somewhere you know Mm. what about you yeah yeah it's so tricky I definitely love travel and I think it'll always be part of my life I think right now, just yeah, while I am single and not tied down to even having a big career or anything, I want to travel for a while um, and just see some more of the world. Uh, but I do like I do envision myself settling down somewhere, and I really want family, and so I think that also comes with that. Like I, I feel like one day with my family we would take trips and I would want travel to be a huge part of my kids lives but I also would love to raise them in a community and in consistency um and I could even see myself somewhere like I love cities and that is where I thrive but I could see myself wanting to settle down somewhere in like Bend um where it's a little bit bigger of a town but also you know there's mountains and hiking and even that in itself can be traveling. You're traveling in nature and exploring uh, different places. I think it would be hard to settle down somewhere that didn't have opportunity for something like that. Yeah, yeah, I would agree, especially just because I I don't know, I feel like you have to agree with this a little bit that you just kind of thrive off of change um, because I, I, I really, I think that I'm someone that wants a ton of consistency and then it becomes too consistent and I get I get bored um so I think just exploring your own backyard and also just making sure to have that element of change in your life because for me I think change has helped me grow so so much but do you think that like moving around has helped you I guess like grow and change oh definitely I feel 
honestly, a comment that I get a lot when I meet people is like, I mean, not to sound like prideful or anything, but when a lot of people learn my age, they just see that I have a different maturity about me, I guess. Um, and I think part of that is because of traveling. I think because traveling and seeing so much of the world has given me a different perspective um, about different cultures and people. Um, and as well, just like seeing situations that kind of force you to mature a little bit quicker as well. Um, and learning how to navigate that, especially when you are living in a foreign country on your own, um, because you don't have somebody holding your hand. So yeah, I would say it's changed me a lot. And honestly, for the better, I, I mean, that's why I encourage so many other people who are, you know, single or that are younger to get out of their hometown, to go somewhere new and to take a risk because I feel like it, it changes you, but it helps you realize so much more about yourself and about other people. You become more self-aware. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, would you say, do you have any tips for people that are, maybe they're younger, you know, like you're saying, and they haven't really had the chance to travel, haven't wanted to, but do you have any tips for people that I guess want to and they feel like they should maybe stay home or they're feeling like they're comfortable and they're afraid? Um, what would you say like your top tips are for like your first, like I'm gonna go travel, I got this and I wanna experience this? Yeah, man, Ugh. yeah, that's a great question because I think a lot of people, they see other people traveling and they think oh I could never do that um, and I think a lot of people struggle with lacking that confidence um I guess my my biggest tip would be just to do it and to take the risk um I feel like saying that is a lot easier than it might sound to some people but I don't know I think it's all about not being afraid and if there's somewhere that you want to go or an opportunity that presents itself do research look into it even I mean some people might not know how to navigate living abroad and you know that can be different because there's a whole visa process or you know finding the right job but even just going and taking a trip to a new country or to a new place um yeah just like doing your research having it all laid out and just not allowing yourself to be comfortable to step out of your comfort zone to talk to somebody you might know who has also traveled and gain their insight on it. Um, or even just like, if you're not sure you could do it alone, find a friend who's willing to go with you or a family member. Um, Cause I think oftentimes, especially if it's somebody's first time, it's going to be scarier if, if they've never done it before to do it on their own. But if they have somebody else, they have that friend, that partner that can help them and they both can navigate it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I would, I would definitely agree with that. I would say grab a friend and, and go and just like, I, I don't know, I would just also just say that, like, maybe don't pick your maybe most wildest, craziest dream out the bat and like, pick something that you're maybe not like super comfortable with, but pick something that maybe scares you the least the first time you go do it. And then once you get a little more comfortable with the idea, then I think the whole process becomes a lot easier. I think sometimes I 
I wish sometimes that I had um, more friends at home that I could just be like, hey, like, let's go take this trip and let's go um, like do this right now. Like I'm very spontaneous and I think, I mean, you are as well, but I think a lot of the times people aren't like that and they they just need to plan. And I'm, I think my number one travel tip is kind of embrace spontaneity and um, yeah, you just got to go with the flow. I mean, there's so many things that happen when you, when you travel and you just don't expect it, but I mean, you're all, you're, you're better for it at, at the end of the day. So. Um. Yeah. I would even say like, not to be afraid to start small, like for somebody who has dreams of traveling to a new country, but they've been in the same town their whole life. Like even just start small and go visit a new city in your state or go visit a new state, at least then you know it's it's still something new but it still has that comfort of the same language or you know knowing how to navigate that yeah but I feel like even when I travel to different states it's still exciting it still sparks that new um but yeah it's it still has a little bit of comfort and it can kind of ease somebody into it I guess my like kind of like last question then would be um has there ever been anyone who has maybe discouraged you from this type of life or I mean has like your family ever been like oh we miss you come home and has that I guess their opinions has that made it more difficult for you and have you ever kind of thought about maybe not doing this Mm. you know it's funny because not really um like my family, my family comes from a military background. And so they've always moved around and traveled. My dad actually lived in Italy for about eight years. And so they have always embraced travel um, and have always encouraged me, even with me coming to be a missionary in London for a couple of months, everybody was not surprised and they were excited. Obviously sad for me to leave, but just excited because they know how much it means to me. I only really ran into that problem once. It was actually before I moved to Germany, there was somebody in my life who was like, it was right after graduating college and they were like, well, you just got this degree and you want to go live in Germany for 15 months. That doesn't use your degree. And it kind of gave me an identity crisis because I knew how much I love to travel, but you know, I did get a college degree and why would I go work at this hotel? But it was my family and some of my closest friends who encouraged me and reminded me, like, no, this is an opportunity that you would love. You love to travel. Like, you would be stupid not to take it. And I'm so glad I had, you know, my family encouraging that because they were right. And it was one of the best decisions I've made. Um, So, yeah, they have always encouraged me. I've always been the sibling that would probably live in Europe and never come home. But, yeah, they are all excited. and. If any, if anything, it's an excuse for them to come travel and visit me as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. What about for you? Oh man, um, I think kind of the same deal. I I graduated and then, um, well, this is before I graduated, but actually, my college advisor, um, basically told me that if I went off to Spain and decided to like teach English for a year that I would never get a job uh, as a writer or like in any journalism field because 
um, or honestly in any field for that matter, because she said that no one will hire me because they think I don't want to work and I just want to have fun um, because I'm not like putting my head down and getting a nine to five job right after I graduate. And so actually she said that to me maybe the like midway through my senior year. And so I just like, yeah, had a crisis and I was like, I'm not going anywhere. And I actually at that moment decided to put Spain on the back burner. And I was like, nope, it's like, it's not happening. She's right. I'm going nowhere. Um, and then I think I consistently applied for jobs from January to March and I couldn't get a job anyways. And I was like, okay, well, obviously having a college degree doesn't even help me. Um, and I mean, at this point it was, you know, COVID time. So getting a job was ridiculously hard anyways. Um, and so, yeah, after that, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go to Spain and, you know, my parents have always been very supportive of it. And my, my brothers, they, they want to be supportive, but I think the only thing that they question is like, how eventually will I support myself, um, more like they, they want me to make sure that I have enough of an income that like I'm not struggling all the time and so I think they support me but also they worry um, but it's also another reason for them to come travel and my mom absolutely loves it she's like so excited that I'm going to Switzerland my dad when I told him that he was like why would you not go because I was thinking I was like oh I don't know if I'll go and then he was like name one reason why you shouldn't and I was like okay I guess I'm going so wow yeah that's amazing what's funny about what your advisor said is I almost feel like we're going in the opposite direction now I don't know if it's because of COVID and remote you know jobs becoming more available but I feel like just in the next couple of years I feel like companies are almost going to admire people who took time to go travel and I mean yeah people could say oh you just want to go have fun but I think also depending on the job that you took and what you were doing, it shows so much character and it shows your boldness and courage to go live in a foreign country. It shows that you're adaptable um, and that you're you know willing to embrace different cultures and different ways of learning. If anything, I feel like it makes you a more moldable worker. Um, so yeah, I was just gonna say, just encourage you in that. Like I think that was an argument for, you know, a couple of years ago, but I think, I think things are starting to turn around and go in the opposite direction, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I think personally, I've come to this conclusion that I, I'm just like, if it's not meant for me, then, you know, it's not meant to be whatever. And I'm, I'm kind of just like, I think I finally accepted the fact that I was like, okay, well, if they don't want to hire me, then, why would I want to work for them anyways kind of thing and I mean it's not like it's like if they think that my passion for traveling is a hindrance then I'm like well, why would I want to work for you anyways because traveling is something I'm so passionate about and I think that was a conclusion that was really hard to come to and realizing that like maybe not every opportunity is an opportunity that I would want to pursue anyways and going into a nine-to-five job right after college was something that was so unappealing to me so after the fact that I didn't get a job for five months of applying I was kind of like well 
if I had gotten that job, would I have actually enjoyed it anyways? Probably not. So I'm kind of thankful for that period of my life anyways. So yeah, that that is huge. That's actually a fear I had as well. Um, being 24 and being in a job and deciding to leave that stability behind, move to London and be a missionary was such a terrifying thought. And I questioned it so many times because it just did not make sense. It did not conform to societal norms. Um, but yeah, I've had that same thought of, well, if somebody wouldn't want me because, you know, I decided to come do this, that's not the kind of organization I would want to work for. And even when I left my job back home to come be a missionary, my boss literally said to me, this is a major life decision and I would never want a job to come between you and a life decision. And they were so excited for me, so encouraging. And it just, I don't know, it was a huge weight off my shoulders and made me realize like, okay, a company that supports this, like that, those are the kinds of people I would want to work for and should strive to work for because if somebody can't appreciate that you love to travel, um, obviously with having some consistency in work, but you know, like if they don't appreciate that, then they just won't get it. That's traveling is a lifestyle. It's an approach to the way that you see the world. It's a whole different perspective. And if someone is too narrow-minded to appreciate that, you know, then that might not be the most fun environment to work in. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I think also COVID has definitely changed the way companies kind of view work-life balance. And I think it's a major step forward because, I mean, for me, I know that like when I'm traveling and doing things that I love and doing things that make me really happy, I'm so much more inclined to work and do a good job. Like I will go to a cafe in the morning on a Saturday if I have to and I'll like work for three or four hours but then I have the rest of my day to do whatever I want and so I think people are starting to realize that work-life balance is important and like traveling is so good and I think everyone can attest to the fact that like if you're enjoying and you're happy and you like what you're doing then the it doesn't feel like work so like your employees are going to be happier um, at least that's what I've come to conclude so yeah I would totally agree I think if you're able to still be able to do things you're passionate about when you're not working it it makes you even happier to work and yes. it I feel like especially coming from the west coast I feel like the work-life balance is so great where you know you're you can take the morning off to go ski in the winter um, because they know that you'll come work in the afternoon and work your butt off um, because you had the opportunity and it's not like you're just working to like live for the weekend kind of a situation. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, on that note, um, what is your, so like you're in, you're in London right now and you said that you don't know what's next, um, but if, there's one place that you haven't been yet that's like top of your bucket list have to go here like where's next oh man um it's funny because I just have a whole list of countries already in my head mm -hmm. um yeah that's true okay well definitely there are some countries in Europe but because I've been to Europe before um I'm gonna say 
I think I would I would want to check out somewhere in Asia. Mm-hmm. I think um, I could see myself doing that. One because it is I've heard it, you know, semi cheap once you get there. Um, but also like I think having the freedom that I would after this, um, I would love to just yeah go somewhere new and even if it's only for a few days, um, somewhere in Asia like Thailand would be really cool just to experience a culture that is completely new to me. You know, it's it's not a country that has a language I know anything about. I don't know anything about the currency. And I don't know. I think it would just be exciting to embrace that. Yeah. No, Thailand is like oh, top of my bucket list. That and South Africa and Japan. Yeah. There's just so many places. I don't I don't know how people can just narrow it down to one. Yeah, I know. Like I, I said that and then I was like, oh man, like I haven't even made it halfway through Europe and now I'm like, okay, time to go to a new continent. Oh man. Right. I think traveling so much around Europe, like I, I have an appreciation, but I just realized there's so many more continents I haven't gone to yet. And would I rather see more of Europe, which yes, I would, but also how cool to see whole new part of the world that I haven't even unlocked yet which would be awesome I know. oh my gosh well we are going to have to take our, um, a first trip together here soon just talking to you about this makes me just so happy and so excited to just like I think part of me was a little nervous about going to Switzerland because I was like oh man like I, I have this constant feeling that I like need to go home and get my life together as my life is not together you know, like I, I say that yeah. to myself. Um, but yeah, and then I just think about this and I'm just oh man, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be exciting. Yeah, on that note, I do have um, I shared it to my story the other day, but one of my favorite writers, poets, her name is Tess Gunry, Henry. I never know how to pronounce her name, mm-hmm. but she posted this quote and it says, In a beautiful world that has come to hooray the hustle. I find my sweet, loving soul rebelliously dancing to the contrary. For this season, busy has no place. Busy cannot last so much time. It is down by the river, sunbathing on silky rocks. And I just love that because it's, it's just such a beautiful season to, yeah, everyone is just so focused on work and putting their head down, but it's kind of freeing to, you know, go against the grain and just embrace everything else, embrace travel, embrace new people and cultures and and not just working and rushing our way through life yeah and the thing is too is like I feel like uh people wouldn't do that as much if money wasn't the object right and I'm just like I think yeah once you once you're okay with having a certain amount that you know like you can put food in your mouth and you have a place to stay and you figure it out then it's like I don't know like you, you just don't need all the extra stuff and like the stability only goes so far so I'm just like oh, time to embrace the, the relaxation yeah we have our whole life to work why not travel while we're young and not tied to anything yeah I know it feels so weird to be like graduated from college and be like I have absolutely no obligations whatsoever yeah at this point you just make your own decision I know and I just still think it's wild that I'm like I am literally not tied to a single thing that's just I feel like I'm 23 I feel like I don't know wild 
Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm just floating around, but it's kind of fun. Yeah. All right, guys, that's a wrap on this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, feel free to post it on your socials and tag me at heyits underscore bex, and I will see you guys next week for our next episode.